Let's go! The truth today about Di Alexander and Makai Wingo's injury status before Alabama. We're going to give you that and more. This is the PHL Podcast. And let me know if you guys would like more podcast-only things. We normally just post our live streams that we do on YouTube, on iTunes, and Spotify. I've gotten some good feedback on that. Look, today was supposed to be a good day when it comes to LSU football, right? LSU got a commitment from Bernard Causey, a flip from Ole Miss to LSU. Always a good thing, right? And, of course... LSU got another commitment from P.J. Woodland, a corner out of Mississippi. I was able to sit down and watch him some, two-way player. And obviously, he's listed as an athlete. I do think he'll play more DB, if anything else. But that's not here nor there. I know a lot of us want to talk about Zion Alexander and Makai Wingo. Let me first state this without knowing all the details. At least these two guys are actually hurt. Right, I always say your best ability is availability, and the worst type of unavailability is for non-injury reasons. Right Now, there could be something very serious going on with Deuce Chestnut and Denver Harris, so let's not make you know light of that. But the bottom line is they're not available, and we could really use some help at corner. Let's start with Makai Wingo. Obviously, if he were to not play... It would be a massive, uh, a massive loss for LSU. And I want to share one thing about LSU's defensive performance versus Army. Did they shut out Army? Yes. Did the shutout versus Army feature defensive holes? Yes. We really struggled up front to make tackles at the line of scrimmage from our defensive line. Um, we struggled with some gap integrity things. So, yeah, I do think Makai Wingo is, is a big loss. And if you want to see everything that I'm pointing out here, go to the film study, PHL film study that released last Sunday night. It's got Jaden Daniels right there on the avatar. It's pretty simple to see. Just go to Power Hour LSU on YouTube. But I do think we can all agree that the bigger loss is Zion Alexander. Not because Zion Alexander is a better player than Makai Wingo, because he's not. It's just the drop-off from Zion Alexander to the next corner for LSU at this point seems to be pretty steep. Okay? Now, let me first say this. There are quite a few people that have brought up if the Zion Alexander hit was dirty. It was not dirty. I felt it was a fine hit. There were some things that led up to that Hail Mary attempt that should never happen at LSU football. The fact that Army was able to get to that spot on the field took some miraculous things that came at the byproduct of some experienced players making some pretty bad mistakes. I won't get into those three players who made those mistakes, but if you want to see who those three players are, once again, check out the film study from this past weekend. So I don't think Zion Alexander returning the interception there. I know some people say, well, on a Hail Mary, you're supposed to just knock it down. That was not a Hail Mary attempt. That was a ball that ended up 10 yards short of the end zone that he was able to catch with a running start. He should return that. He had a convoy of blockers you would have returned that in that situation. So um, the ball was an underthrow, um, and I think it shocked all the DBs that it was an underthrow 
and he was able to catch it and, and return it for all those yards, and he got hurt. So it's not to Alexander's fault. It was a lot of bad luck and some things that LSU could have avoided altogether. Now, how big of a loss is it? It's big. It's absolutely big. It is clear at this point that Zy Alexander is LSU's best corner. Okay? Now, he's gotten beat quite a bit this year. So, it's not really saying a whole lot. But up to this point, he has been the most competitive corner that LSU has had. He's tackled for the most part pretty well. He's obviously very long. And the length can affect Alabama's receivers. And... Say Dryan, who's played the opposite corner, has been very inconsistent, and he's not as long as Zy Alexander. So you're going into the Alabama game with more than likely Say Dryan as your number one corner, and your opposite corner, if Deuce Chestnut and Denver Harris don't show up, is more than likely going to be a true freshman. So whatever the case may be, whether it's Ashton Stamps, who was just now coming back from injury. Yes, this is a big loss, right? So we don't know who the corner opposite of Deuce Chestnut, I say Deuce Chestnut, of who Say Dryan uh, will be versus Alabama. But at this point, it is an issue. It is something to be concerned about because Alabama receivers, they are playing really good. No. They don't have a Marvin Harrison. They don't have a Luther Burton. They don't have someone like that. But Jermaine Burton, um, the Benson kid who's a transfer, Isaiah Bond, number 17, is playing at an all-SEC level. He's a really good deep ball receiver. And Jalen Milrow is a very good deep ball thrower. So we need to be ready. Obviously, we need to just roll with who we have. But at this point, the film does back up that LSU's in a lot of trouble if Zion Alexander won't be available for the Alabama game, I'm leaning towards no. This is just my best educated guess, and hopefully he's okay, and Nick Saban is just getting some mind games played on him by Brian Kelly. Now, we then get to what, to me, is the most interesting part of this whole shebang bang, is will it matter? And the good news is that it might not matter. Because if you have a quarterback and you have an offense that's playing at a legendary level. Now, let me repeat. The LSU offense is playing at a legendary level. They just are. The numbers are the same when you compare it to any legendary offense including ours. The LSU offense is that freaking good. But can they continue to do it at the sport's biggest stage when it comes to the regular season? A night game in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I think that they will. And maybe they are so good, like they were versus Missouri, that it just takes a stop or two for the LSU offense to get the job done I will say this about Alabama's offense yes they are playing better but they don't have one superstar game breaker at wide receiver or at running back they have a lot of good we mentioned Burton and all those guys 
At running back, they are tough. Jace McClellan's good. Roydell Williams is good. Um, they got a freshman. They've been playing a lot. 22 is a good player. So they are good. But their offensive line has had issues. And, well, I do think the LSU offense can go into Tuscaloosa and outscore them. So hopefully the question, or I say the question, the answer to the Makai Wingo and Zy Alexander situation is hopefully it does not matter that they are available or not. And the LSU offense is so unbelievably good, and the defense has just enough players to step up that they'll be able to get the job done in Tuscaloosa. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out all our other programs. It is Power Hour LSU, baby. Boom! Oh, yeah, we're doing stir-fry tonight. Let's go!